Welcome to the Nikel Fit Podcast. I'm Nikel Perry, and we're going to dive into all things fitness, fat loss, bodybuilding, mindset, and more tailored towards women. Thanks for tuning in. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Nikel Fit. It's been a while since I've been on here, but one of my goals in the new year was to put out these podcasts more often and have them more so focused on um, actual practicality and how you guys can use this in your everyday life and information and facts to help you achieve your goals and what you're looking to do in life. So going back to fitness and many of my podcasts so far have been about the mental battle that we face, which is so, so, so important. But we also have to have knowledge and information to be able to achieve whatever goal we've set out for ourselves. And since this is a fitness podcast, I'm going back to fitness. And this week's topic is why so many people struggle with fat loss. Why does it not work all the time? Why do so many people set out with um, New Year's resolutions and not obtain them, not achieve them? Why do they get so frustrated and quit and say, I'll start next week, right after the weekend, um, and, and similar things like that? So the number one reason that so many people struggle with fat loss, whether that is to lose the fat initially or to keep it off, is not enough knowledge and misinformation. So all the other things, all of the other subtopics that I'm about to list are, are just that. They're subtopics below the number one topic, which is not enough knowledge or misinformation. And that's so difficult with uh, social media being, you know, so full of quote unquote information. Many of the time, many times it's misinformation. It's incorrect. It is if you think about all of the cleanses and detoxes and fad diets that are out there that genuinely get people to believe in them, those are that's misinformation. People believe in those fad diets because they don't know enough. They don't know how the body actually works. They don't know how the body actually loses fat. They don't know what is sustainable, meaning that you change your habits and you keep the fat off. And I'm going to go into all of those topics in just a second. But the number one reason why so many people struggle with fat loss is not enough knowledge and misinformation. That was, as soon as I set out and I was on a quest to be like, all right, I'm gonna get all the information I can. I'm gonna use all the resources I can to get all of the actual factual information that is out there about how does the body work and how do you lose fat? How do you gain muscle? What should you eat? What is in a food? Um, how does my body process what is in these foods differently? You know, I'm specifically talking about macros. How does my body um, use fat and protein and carbs differently? Because all three of those macros are are used by the body very, very differently. Um, so a calorie is not just a calorie. Uh, a calorie, you know, 500 calories of protein versus 500 calories of fat are utilized by the body body very differently. So just not having enough knowledge and then listening to all of the crap that is spewed on TV commercials and from quote unquote fitness influencers on all of these different platforms. And it's all just mind boggling and you get contradictory information from every source. One source says this works. Another source says that does not work, but this works. And so you have no idea what to believe. So all of these subtopics are going to be below knowledge and information. So subtopic number one for why so many people struggle with fat loss is they think that the the circle of 
uh, of fitness and getting in shape goes as follows. One, motivation. Two, action. Three, results. They think you have motivation first and by having motivation, it makes you take action. And when you take action, you see results. If you're thinking that that's correct, you're just like so, so many other people. It is wrong. It is just wrong. No one has motivation all the time. No one. The people that you see that are super successful, you know, with their bodies and fitness, um, with their physique, anything like that, people who have fat loss um, or have gained a lot of muscle, it never starts with motivation. Maybe day one, right? Maybe day one you set out and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. But how many of you have set out with motivation day one, we'll say New Year's Day, your New Year's resolution was to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds. So you thought that motivation was step one. You're wrong. You can start out with motivation, but what you have to realize is that step one is actually action, whether you have that motivation or not. So the actual cycle goes step one, action. Step two, results. Step three, motivation. Why is motivation step three? Why is it the last step in this process? Because you actually get more motivated as time goes on when you actually see your body change. So you take the action. You're working out five to six days a week and you've changed some of your eating habits and you're seeing results. And you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, this is working. I am proud of myself. You start to develop this confidence. You start to change your habits. And that creates motivation. So it's really hard to have motivation for the first I would say between two to four weeks. Um, Normally week one, you might have a lot of motivation just because it's something new and you're excited about it. And after that normally dwindles. So, you know, you actually take action and then you see results between two to four weeks. And then you see the motivation, then you get the motivation by looking in the mirror and seeing the results. So you have to understand that process and and know that there's going to be lots of times that you have to take action despite not having any motivation. So, um why so many people struggle with fat loss subcategory number two is patience. It's a lack of patience. People are, I think that today's day and age, especially my generation and Gen Z, so I'm technically a millennial, I believe, um, I'm 24, and Gen Z, which is, I don't even know what the years are, but younger than me, it seems as though we've been brought up in a society where we are so focused on immediate gratification and this is so cliche, but nothing good in life comes from something quick, something free, something cheap. It takes a lot of time and effort and patience and hard work. And your body is no exception to that. Your body will give you exactly what you give it. You have to give it time. You have to understand when you start this process or while you're going through this process, it's going to take more time than you want. You're going to want to see immediate results. That first week, you're going to want to see five to 10 pounds of fat loss. You're not. It does not work that way. If it worked that way, then everybody would be in shape and no one would struggle, you know, with obesity or, you know, trying to make improvements at the gym or anything like that. So starting off, you have to have so much patience with yourself and with the process. And the process itself of eating, eating healthy, changing your habits with your nutrition and getting in the gym. And I'm going to say this, lifting weights. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your story is. You need to be lifting weights if you are planning on changing your body in any way. If you are just, uh, you know, we call them cardio bunnies. If you're just on the treadmill, just, you know, jogging it away or on the elliptical, which is my favorite. 
If you're spending an hour on the, on the elliptical, it's not doing anything at all. You're not changing your body by getting on the elliptical for an hour. You need to be pushing yourself with weights in the gym. Um, and I will actually go into that in another podcast because why lifting weights is so much better than cardio is honestly just a whole nother topic in itself. But going back to what I started with, which is patience, you have to have patience through the process and understand from the very start that this is going to take longer than you want. And there's going to be plenty of times that you look in the mirror and you're like, wow, I feel like I don't look any different and I'm working my butt off. You just need to push past that mental plateau. You have to understand that, all right, I haven't seen the progress I want, but if I am consistent and I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to see results. And then we go back to number one, which is you take the action, you see the results, then you get the motivation. So have lots of patience with yourself and the process. Subcategory number three, you start off way too hard. You are like, you know what, I'm going to work out for two hours a day, seven days a week, and I'm only going to eat fruit, vegetables, and meat. And you set your you set the bar so high, and it's completely unachievable and completely unrealistic to be able to keep up with to actual see long-term results and to continue to see results over time. And you just start off too hard. You're like way too motivated. You have to start and taper your way down. So make little changes at first, and then when you get those little changes and those little habits down, you make other little changes and other little habits, and you continue to go, and you continue to see progress. Um, scientifically, when you start off way too hard by you know decreasing your calories to a 1,000 calories a day and doing an hour of cardio, your body goes where you go, meaning that your metabolism just crashes because you're not eating enough and then your hormones go out of whack and then you're hungry all the time um and so you just cannot start off that hard you have to make little changes at a time and that's how you change your habits and that's how you seem see long-term and lasting results so just don't start off too hard I am one for when I start a prep I'm like I'm gonna do 20 minutes of hit which is high intensity interval training cardio a day and I'm going to lift for 45 minutes to an hour and that is not sustainable because your body goes where you go like I said and so it gets used to that amount of cardio and that amount of lifting and then if you want to continue to see progress you have to do more and more and more meaning that I would have to do more cardio and it would have to be the same intensity and then I would have to lift more weights for either longer or heavier and then it just doesn't work and like I said, I will go and go into uh, how, your, your body and how you change your body and all of those kinds of things um, in another podcast. But like I said, this is just what people struggle with mentally with fat loss. Um, number subcategory number four is you have unachievable goals when it's kind of like starting off too hard. If you set out week, you know, week one, day one saying that I want to lose 20 pounds this week, it's it's physically not possible. It's unachievable. So when you don't hit that goal and you don't see the results that you that were unachievable that you set out at first you get completely discouraged and then you don't want to take action and then you don't see results so you have to have actual achievable goals even if they're smaller to start with you know it's i want to lose a half pound a week and actually for for women the the amount of weight that you should lose a week when you're in a fat loss phase is 1 pound no more it should be 1 pound because all of a sudden when we're losing more than one pound a week, we're losing muscle. 
or we're going to get to a point where, you know, a couple weeks in, we just hit a huge plateau. So you want to have achievable and attainable goals. Subcategory number five is not realizing or accepting it's a lifestyle change. And this is huge where, you know, fad, fad diets come into play. It is not, I'm just going to diet really, really hard for six weeks and then life is going to be peach keen. I'm going to have the body I want and I can go back to what I was doing before because you absolutely will gain all of it back and then some because while you've gone through this fad diet for six to 12 weeks, you have seriously lowered your metabolism and then you go back eating how you were. So you gain all the weight back and more because your metabolism is slower. Your body doesn't burn as many calories throughout the day as it did before. That's what lowering your metabolism is, is even if you did nothing all day and you, you know you sat on the couch, your body will burn less calories sitting on the couch than it did before you started a fad diet. That's why I hate fad diets. And you have to understand and realize that this is a lifestyle change, meaning it's forever. It doesn't mean that you can never have dessert. It doesn't mean you can never go out with friends. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that what you do daily matters the most being consistent which is number six consistency people just aren't consistent you go five days doing fantastic which fantastic in the sense that I'm speaking is people probably eating way less calories than they should and your metabolism slows down during that time and then all of a sudden you go on a huge binge on the weekend you're like it's a cheat meal or it's a cheat weekend or it's a cheat day and you eat thousands and thousands and thousands of calories and people normally don't work out on the days that they eat bad because it's psychological in your mind you're like well I already ate bad so what's the point in working out so you have to understand that you can't go five or six days eating quote unquote fantastic whatever your definition of fantastic is and then completely blow it one or two days and still uh, expect to see progress your body will gain it all back so you have to understand what you do every single day is important and it goes back to starting off too hard. Don't don't spend five or six days going way too hard and then blowing it on one or two days on the weekend. So understand that it's every day. It is um, what you do consistently that matters and you actually have to adopt new habits, a new way of eating, a new way of lifestyle, a new way of training. Maybe that means going, starting to go actually to the gym and you're keeping yourself accountable for five days a week. And you are making sure that you hit your macros, your calorie goal for the day. And I am huge, huge, huge on macros. Um, and then I will actually go into a whole nother podcast about macros. How do you count macros and what are they? Um, number six, subcategory number six, why people struggle with fat loss is thinking cardio is king. Kind of like I mentioned before, cardio is not king. Cardio makes it so you burn more calories at the moment, but you're not gaining any muscle. So while you're burning away all of those calories, many times, especially if you're under eating, first of all, example number one, if you're under eating and you're doing so much cardio, you're just going to lose a bunch of muscle because when your body feels like it's starving, it the first thing to go is muscle. Your body, if you're not eating enough protein, your body loves to use muscle as energy when you're giving yourself way too much cardio. Now, let's say that you're overeating and you're going in and doing an hour of hard cardio a day. You're just burning off some of the food that you shouldn't have eaten, but it doesn't mean that you're not still in a surplus of calories for that day. So if you're if to lose weight, you need to eat 1,800 calories. 
and you are eating 2,800 calories and you're going and working really hard for an hour and you burn a thousand calories, the math adds up to where you're eating as much as your body needs to sustain where your body is at right now, meaning you're not going to make changes. So you're just kind of accommodating for all of the extra calories you're eating. And not only that, if you're not lifting weights, you're not gaining any muscle. And just like example number one, you're going to burn muscle. So all of a sudden you think that you're working out, but you're eating too much. You're doing an hour of cardio a day. You're not lifting weights. You're going to be burning muscle and your fat, the amount of fat you have on your body is going to stay the same. And so you're actually going to look worse. Like that is one of the worst things that you can do is way overeat, do lots of cardio. And then when you actually go to start a good fat loss phase, doing all the things right, which means um, eating your ma- eating to your macros, what they should be for fat loss and lifting weight, your body is still used to an hour of cardio a day, which means that you have to do more than an hour of cardio a day to see progress. So your body follows you where you take it. It will plateau what to whatever your body is used to. Maybe that's 30 minutes cardio day, an hour cardio day, an hour and a half cardio day. Whatever you're doing, your body's going to meet you there and it's going to think that it's normal and your metabolism's go- going to slow. So now that I've told you all the things that people struggle with with fat loss, maybe you went through those subcategories and were like, wow, that's me and that's me. Maybe you picked out one. Maybe you picked out all six that you feel like is you and that you've been struggling with. I want to tell you now what works for fat loss. Number one, for what works? Patience. Know it's going to take longer. Be okay with it taking longer. Be okay with going through the process and be proud of yourself through that process. Find gratification in the process itself, knowing that you're being consistent with the process, which is number two, consistency. Every single day, or you know, more, more than you're, you're not, do the right thing. Do what you know you're supposed to do. Get in the gym. Lift your weights. Do your high-intensity inter- interval training for your, your 10 to 20 minutes a day. And eat the foods that you know are going to f- fuel your body. Clean foods. When I say clean, I mean unprocessed. I really don't see a reason besides, you know, a- occasionally when you go out, maybe, you know, once a week or once every two weeks. Have a dessert when you go out. You, it's not saying no all the time. It's just being consistent with the, the good habits that you have adopted. Number three is kind of like I just said, lifestyle and habit changes. I'm kind of ahead of myself. Self, I keep um, going into the next one accidentally. Um, but number three is lifestyle and habit changes. Change the way that you look at food. Change the way that you look at exercise and learn. Learn how your body works and then adopt habits and lifestyle changes that will propel you towards your goals. Uh, What works number four? Do it when you don't want to. Remember, motivation is last. You're not going to be motivated every day. You're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I want to go down and I want to go. I want to go lift for 45 minutes really hard. Like I want to go kill myself. Like I, I feel that way quite a bit. I love lifting. I love killing myself. But a lot of people, when they first start their journey and they haven't really seen the results yet, they don't want to do it when they don't want to. And it doesn't even mean that I want to do it. There are so many times that I don't want to do it, but I know that if I only work on the days that I feel good, I will never get anything accomplished because more days than not, I don't feel good. Like most of us, we've got so much going on. Our attention's being pulled in 20 different directions and 
a lot of times fitness and health ends up on the back burner. So do it when you don't want to. Maybe that means you have to get up at 5 a.m. Maybe that means you have to get up at 6 a.m. Maybe that means you have to go to the gym at 9 p.m. Maybe that means that you have to meal prep and keep protein like chicken and beef in the fridge. So instead of just going and grabbing pretzels out of the pantry, you can actually grab a chicken breast out of the fridge. So do it when you don't want to. Number five, uh, for what works is knowing what you eat and tracking your PRs. So when I say knowing what you eat, understand what you're putting in your body. Even if like you don't understand calories and macros, if you were to write down every day what you ate and just making sure that you're sticking to about that every day and then tracking your PRs, which are personal records and in, in the gym. So what is, you know, what did I lift on deadlift last week? Or what did I lift for bicep curls last week? And then trying to make them better every single week or every other week is practical. So tracking your PRs, how much energy and strength you have in the gym, and then knowing what you eat and sticking to what you eat every day. And then other things when it comes to fat loss are just making sure that you get enough sleep so you're not dragging all day. Not having enough sleep is the one of the num- you know one of the top five reasons that people see plateaus in their fat loss is because their body just isn't recovering properly. So you have to recover, and part of recovery is sleep. So make sure that you're getting between seven and nine hours of sleep, and it varies uh, per person. And making sure that you get enough water. Our body cannot function and regulate and recover properly without enough water. And normally it's one ounce per uh, per pound of body weight that you are. So I weigh right now like 138 pounds, which is about a gallon of water. So my goal every single day is to have a gallon of water a day. Those are the things that work. Knowing what you eat, preferably tracking your macros and knowing your macros every day, carbs, fats, and proteins. And just tracking your PRs and how much work you're doing in the gym when you're working out somewhere between five and six days a week, four, four to six days a week, depending on your schedule. So that's what, why I see so many people struggle with fat loss. Um, and a lot of it truly is mental. And I said this wasn't going to be too mental, um, but I guess this one ended up being kind of a mental focus podcast. But um, you just have to be in it even when you don't want to. And you have to be dedicated to it, even when you don't want to. And you have to spend the time to learn about your body, about how the body works, and about how nutrition works, and about how fat loss and muscle gain works. And that's why coaching is so, so important. So you don't, like, you don't know what you don't know. That's my biggest, that's always been my biggest thing. Like, how am I supposed to learn something if I don't even know what questions to ask? And that's why coaching is so important. And now I'm going to go on a small tangent about um, about my coaching really, really fast. But that's why coaches are so important because they actually teach you what you don't know. And they put questions into your mind to be like, huh, I should ponder upon that. And that's a good question. And if, you know, it just leads you on a whole track of quest- unanswered questions that you need to know. And that's why a coach is there. And a coach is there to, to help you along that journey. Um, what I do with Nikel Fit, and that's if you don't if you don't really follow me on Instagram, that's what I do. I have a company called Nikel Fitness. I do online personal customizable training and nutrition, um, and I walk you through all of that. You know what should you be doing in the gym, even if you're or you know in your 
home, you know, in your home. I know a lot of people are still quarantined or they can't go to the gym. So what exercise can you do at home? And then what should you be eating every day when it comes down to your macros? And then how do you fill your macros? What food should you be eating? And then something that I am just now in uh, laying out is a 12-week program and it's a knowledge program. So you get one video a week that teaches you every every week has a new topic and it teaches you everything that you need to know about fitness and about fat loss or muscle gain. You know, how does your body work? What should you be eating and macros and blah, 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 all the stuff that I talked about. But it is weekly videos that is just pretty much a training. And I think that going back to my number one thing, which was people struggle with fat loss and fitness because they don't have enough knowledge or it's misinformation. So we debunk myths and all that kind of stuff. So that will be um, available to everybody starting in February. And I'm so excited about that because I think that I can reach a lot more people for a much better price. So <clears throat> I'm just going to lay it out there. If you just do nutrition coaching with me, it is $75 a month. If you do nutrition and exercise personal coaching with me, it's $110 a month. And I still haven't put a price on this, um, on these trainings that I'm talking about, this 12 week training. Um, but it is going to be cheaper than both of those because then it's totally in your hands. All I'm doing is giving you the knowledge and then it's up to you to apply it. So I'm super, super excited about that. I think that's going to be actually even better and more successful than my online coaching has been. So, um, if anybody has any questions about fitness, about fat loss, about muscle gain, about competing in bodybuilding, whether that's bikini or wellness, um, or any fitness and wellness and health questions in general, please, please DM me. Uh, my Instagram is Nikkel Bombshell. Um, you can also find me at Nikkel Perry on Instagram. That's my, uh, I'm sorry, on Facebook. That's my Facebook fitness page. So um, thank you guys for tuning in again, and I will see you next week with a new podcast.